1: Hello, everyone. It is the 14th of December, and that means...
0: Star Wars. Star
1: Wars. The Last Jedi. And And unlike
0: other episodes, this is a special episode where we are beating this recording before seeing the movie.
1: Ooh, why, you may ask. It's a little bonus, because David happens to be a very large fan of Star Wars, and so... I thought it might be fun to hear him talk about it a little bit before he goes in. And then you'll hear what he thought about immediately after as he comes out. So, David, what are you most looking forward to for this Star Wars movie? Uh,
0: Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, of course.
1: (laughs) Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Normally, the theater we go to... There is not assigned seating. So for the last two Star Wars movies, we've showed up... Was it three, four hours ahead?
0: Three and a half hours at least.
1: <laughs> and of course, David is very nervous that we will get there and we will already be towards the end of a line. Both times, we were either second, second in line life. or very close to that. Yeah. And I only tease, because this would be me too, and I'm excited I don't mind waiting in absurdly long lines. But this time... The theaters were updated And so we got to buy in advance (laughs) But our show is at 8 o'clock And we're still leaving at 5 (laughs) o'clock We're going to do a couple things before And it'll be great We're not that normal What are you nervous about? Is there something that could A choice that could be made in this movie That you're nervous about Or anything like that?
0: I'm not really nervous about kind of plot direction Mm -hmm. because I trust Ryan Johnson that much if if uh, Luke Skywalker becomes the worst human being in the galaxy I'm sure he can you know back that up if Luke Skywalker stays a pure beacon of light same thing I'm not I'm not really concerned
1: oh my gosh I wouldn't have even considered those options
0: what what I know that it's gonna be difficult is giving it a rating minutes after seeing it, giving it a 1 to 10 rating. Mm -hmm. That's gonna change so much on repeat viewings, Mm -hmm. even just like, even just uh, an hour after I've seen it. So when I saw Force Awakens the first time, the opening crawl started and I just, my eyes just started welling up Mm -hmm. just seeing an opening crawl. And so I was trying to blink the tears away so that I could read all (laughs) it was saying about Luke Skywalker That's why he has to see like them that. all four
1: times yeah. Because the first five minutes are always lost just, on him Just because cascades he of <laughs> tears It's tears. my vision <laughs> Alright Davey
0: See you guys on the other side
1: See you soon <laughs> It is 10 degrees outside Yes. Okay we're back guys
0: <sighs> Alright we just saw The Last Jedi on the count I don't of do
1: this.
0: 3, we'll give our 1 to 10 rating. Yep. one, two, two, three, three seven six. point five.
1: Let me start by saying that David had to sit next to four of the most <laughs> chatty, coffee, obnoxious teenage boys.
0: Yeah, that... Who insisted on
1: talking it, the entire time. It's almost
0: impossible for me to... Have any sense of what I thought of the movie as opposed to just the experience I just had because it was it was so distracting. There's a lot happening in that movie and it did not help to have
1: Despite my two attempts. I had two attempts. And did you like make
0: like, Yes, you I made them? eye
1: contact with two different ones. Anyways. Do you want to talk? I mean I could sure, just I'll, I'll go and go, but I feel like you should start.
0: <clears throat> so uh I have a lot to say. Yeah, so I I'm going to be speaking as someone who had an unpleasant theater experience, so I just changed it by that. But I felt when it was doing well, it did really well. Better than Force Awakens. But when it was just kind of trying to connect dots plot-wise, it was like prequels level. Not not good. So I, I loved the moments between uh, Ray yes, and uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren. That was all, great. All that stuff was great. Mm-hmm. The kind of um salt flats action scene at the end uh
1: yes but you know what i didn't like is that they spent all this time for this guy to be like hmm what taste taste it's salt (laughs) who cares who cares just make it be red dirt for all i care anyway
0: yeah (laughs) i thought the movie just in generally was shot really well much more classically shot in the way that the original uh, trilogy was shot. Um, Force Awakens had a lot of camera acrobatics that I sometimes didn't care for. I, I'll say I think it was probably the best looking Star Wars movie. But that's those are the positive things. Shall we? Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I, it's hard not to just be critical right off the bat, so thank you yeah. David for being positive right away. I felt that right from the start, I thought that the tone was totally inappropriate mm-hmm. and just confusing. So they started really jokey in a like Avengers type of a way. Yeah. And I don't think it played. I don't think it worked. I like it was sort of funny. It, but it, it didn't. Like it wasn't making me belly laugh. But why why do you want us to belly laugh to start? When actually we're supposed to be starting in the kind in of, of the peak of a desperate moment. Yeah. So I don't think that helped them at all. Um and it just felt goofy. And there were a link a lot of the comedic moments throughout it felt like that to me. Like that was unnecessary like Luke brushing dust off his shoulder. Uh-huh. I was like, "Don't do it. Yeah. it. This is save the comedy for um a, a time when we need a comedic break." Oh, here's a moment that gets my gizzard. Is that an expression? It is no. <laughs> And people might have a lot of feelings about this. In The Force Awakens, we kind of are feeling like Ray and Finn, there might be a love story. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Do they kiss? I can't remember. No. Okay. But, right, I mean, we kind of feel like, oh, that probably is going to be a love story. And then in this one, they introduce Rose, who, the first scene I met her, I loved her. Mm -hmm. I loved her character, and I was so excited about having her in this. It got weird. I feel like her character kind of got lost. She
0: just kind of became plot device
1: Yes. Which really is a shame because her... I think she, as a performer, was doing a really great job. Uh-huh. And... We're supposed to now believe that they have a love relationship going. hmm And one, they did not build that well at all. Right. The plot didn't, the director or whoever is at fault, it, nothing helped those actors do that. Two, when they're supposed to have this moment where she's almost dying because she saves his life, that kiss was the most <laughs> awkward, stiff, not believable kiss I think I've ever seen in a movie. It looked uh, like somebody would never kiss, like a like a two year old kissing another, like a five year old. Uh, <laughs> I'm being so mean about this. I don't know why. It really bothered me. Okay. We can move
0: on. Yeah, I think that that there's a lot of more problems in the movie besides yes, there are, that moment you just said. <laughs> like, so let's am like to uh, Let's talk about something else. Um, yeah, I I didn't really enjoy the luke and ray stuff
1: yeah me neither
0: i didn't really enjoy seeing luke's day in the life of living on this remote planet and his sense of humor kept me from feeling like there was any real darkness that he had
1: that that's definitely a good example of kind of the the awkward comedy that i was mentioning like milking the weird seal elephant thing
0: i think that was a move Hansel refers to someone as a moof milker
1: uh-huh.
0: in Force Awakens. So and that's I think,
1: fine. But yeah. it was a little too goofy. And there's yeah. so many of those things right in a row in that sequence. Yeah. I agree.
0: I just kept being like, okay, well, when are we going to get back to Ray and Kylo?
1: Mind Astral melding. projecting yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: with each other. Because that was was interesting about those yeah, scenes. When that she was, was doing great. that. And then Luke would come and I was just like, oh, man, Luke, why can't you be more interesting?
1: Because we just both watched Looper.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: You know, one character can see that it's this moment that makes this little boy into a monster Mm -hmm. Um, And and so, for those of you who have seen it, you know what I'm talking about (laughs) Um, So kind of just that, like, seeing the two courses that this very troubled um, younger person can take And how kind of fragile they are it was a very similar thing with Kylo Ren, which I really enjoyed. I appreciated that the complexity of that moment and how it was perceived, kind of two ways. ray kind of seeing the two versions of uh-huh. Kylo Ren that happened or could have happened, or right. I appreciated that a lot.
0: It's not as simple as the right and the wrong. There's someone else trying to stop them from doing the wrong path. That can actually. Force them down the wrong path. You know, it's fun to play with that kind of causal relationship to good and evil. As opposed Mm -hmm. to just, like, good path, bad path. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
1: I enjoyed Benicio Del Toro a lot.
0: Yeah, I did too. I
1: thought he was super.
0: I would have loved to say, skip all the casino stuff. Yep. Um, And the
1: Oliver Twist moments. Yeah. (laughs) Oliver Twist meets... A uh, black stallion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, skip skip all that stuff. Yep. <coughs> Get us to meet Benicio del Toro some other way, yeah. and have them pal around for a while, and then have him stab them in the back. Yep. I I was interested in his worldview. Uh, that was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an arms well, he's an arms dealer, but you he know, just
1: has accepted that he, as reality. He kind accepts of.
0: that. The Resistance and The Order are two sides of the same coin. They both use weapons to kill each other. And so there's a profit in that. And he's, you know... He's not necessarily selling weapons, but he's selling...
1: He's profiting. Yeah, he's still, profiting yeah. off of war. Right.
0: But that was... As far as I could tell on this watch, that was the only touch on that theme. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was... There's good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Wanted, you know... there. So there's also Kylo Ren saying... Forget the First Order. Forget the Resistance. Yeah. They're old news. It's just right. us. Like, we Let's can take over the galaxy. The past, yeah. But just those two. <gasps> oh
1: my gosh. Oh deer. dear. <laughs> that
0: would have been crazy if we had a.
1: Hit a deer on a podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I will, of course, be watching this movie again, and I'll be looking very carefully for more hits on that theme because that's kind of new for Star Wars. Rogue One got into it just a little bit with show, sort of showing the horrors of war uh, but this is the first time I feel like they were showing uh, someone saying it's really the same thing whether you're the rebels or the empire yeah <laughs>
1: um,
0: there's a lot of ideas that were interesting in this movie too many, too many. interesting ideas yep. in one movie yep again wonderful moment I love the beginning when Leia uses the force to Go back into the. Um, I was going to ask ship. you
1: how you felt about oh, that. That moment. was great. Great. It was a.
0: Uh, it was the closest we've seen to like, space being outer space in a way that we understand scientifically that space mm-hmm. is, but uh, it was also like the force. So.
1: Have I we ever seen her really well. use the force?
0: No, we've seen hints of it, like that. She communicates with Luke during Empire Strikes I Six was back. a little
1: surprised by it, honestly.
0: Um, I was taken aback
1: uh, that she could do that. Yeah. How did you feel about Yoda? I
0: thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that was the best looking Yoda since Empire Strikes Back. Oh, good. So I read a lot of reviews uh, like this is the best Star Wars movie since Empire Strikes Back. This has a 95 or 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, dear. Which I think is high.
1: Yes. To me, for a Star Wars movie, a six is not good. Yeah. And I was feeling badly about that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if i can sit on this movie for a little while and stop focusing on the the stupid petty little things like i am like that kiss i guess i just wanted to say that in case anybody's upset with a six <laughs> six is my favorite number so you know there's that's positive. yeah six is like
0: the, your best score <laughs> you give tens but like, like six is the it's best it's like score. my
1: secret way of saying that it's my favorite movie it's like,
0: it's like 11 out of 10 when you say six
1: <laughs> Um, oh, also, those little guys were cute. The, the birds. Porgs.
0: So Jill is pro-porg for everybody i pro-porg. Wondering. Yeah, I thought they were really cute. Yeah,
1: I feel like they were used appropriately. Yeah. Like the Ewoks are.
0: Yeah. And uh, I hope it improves on future viewings.
1: I'm disappointed in myself that I couldn't give it a seven.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: All mm, right, guys. Good night. Good night. Wait.
0: Wait, hold on. We're not done yet. All right. This is unprecedented. We... Saw the movie again. A couple more times.
1: David, a couple more times. Me, just one more time.
0: And we just got back. So, on the count of three, we we're going to give our 1 to 10 rating. 1, one two, 2, 3,
1: three
0: nine. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we both went up.
1: Yeah. I realized on my second viewing that my criticisms were quite petty.
0: Me too. Which is... Something I realized as I thought about this, now that we're three relatively new Star Wars movies in, it's very difficult, as someone who obsesses about Star Wars, when something new is added to canon, so to speak, for that not to be incredibly jarring and to feel wrong in a lot of ways, just because it's not part of something that I've seen 20, 30 times, something that I'd recover from an illness with, you know, something that I'd watch to fall asleep, whatever it is. That's what Star Wars is to me. And when it's new, it doesn't feel like Star Wars because it's too new. It's not familiar. So that's what happened to me this time, for sure. Especially because this Star Wars movie is very different than the other ones.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I want to get into the theme because I'm really excited to talk about theme. But I wanted to hear more about cool. your your. Uh, I'll, still ju- I'll just thoughts. quickly, yeah. very quickly
1: stand by the things that I still am not thrilled about because I love being critical. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think that the whole casino, Finn Rose plotline was long and didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. That still lost me on the second one a little bit. Mm-hmm. and
0: Well, you still uh, scoffed at the, the salt line. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: yes. The only good that came out of that line is that a, an extra got to say a fun line in Star Wars.
0: And Gareth Edwards, who directed uh, Rogue One, got to look at the guy and go, oh, that's what that white stuff is. <laughs> he was, He's a cameo of the guy right next to him. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so for those two people, I'm happy. <laughs> Other than that, that was very silly uh, and unnecessary. It was just an eye-rolly moment for uh, me, that's all. I will say that this time, because I was more focused, I enjoyed the climax quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I think that's the sexiest fight scene I've ever seen in my life between Kylo Ren. No, not between. With Kylo yeah. Ren and Ray yeah. against everybody, all the red... Samurais.
0: I think that's the best lightsaber duel in the, in the, all the movies.
1: And I'm going to say beyond Star Wars, that's mm-hmm. one of the best. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I've read it, a very small amount of, you know, other people's reactions. But most of these thoughts are from just seeing three... Three, three viewings.
1: PO.
0: Uh, seeing three PO <laughs> um, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for one thing, I remember when uh, I saw the trailer for... Rogue One I was like oh this is in the same way that the Star Wars the first Star Wars movie was heavily inspired by Kurosawa's Hidden Fortress I was like this Rogue One movie is seems like it's taking a page from Seven Samurai which is also Kurosawa this movie takes thematic direction from Rashomon
1: mm-hmm.
0: the uh, See,
1: three versions of the story We talked about that a little bit yeah. after the last podcast yeah
0: this is Star Wars embracing ambiguity for the first time and I think the first time I saw this I thought this is too unfocused, too many ideas I actually think it's very focused now and I just wasn't understanding the ideas and, and how much they all kind of resonated with each other so the first one is yeah, this idea that we can't in this current world just say there are good guys and bad guys anymore and that there's a hero that it needs to on a journey that's not a very helpful story for our culture the things that pointed that out to us were poe dameron having this kind of very black and white way of thinking what's the problem okay let's blow it up and he also would not listen he never listened to the women who were in leadership above him women who had very thoughtfully considered their decisions he just very brashly tried to throw those ideas out because he didn't have time or patience to listen to them and that always got him into trouble uh, and his arc was that at the very end, he calls off that attack on the assault on uh, the base because he realizes they can't do it. And uh, he, of course, he also learns that he needs to listen and not just run in guns blazing. But then the, there's also Benicio Del Toro's character who reminds us that in war, there's always going to be losses on both sides, but there's also the people who benefit. There's a machine that ultimately is always going to be in business whenever people... Are at war with each other. And that's a really difficult thing to think about when you think, oh, I'm the good guy and we're just using these weapons to do good things. It uh, allows for when Rose talks about, I'm not just content with us messing up these rich people's party. I don't want us to just be fighting things that we don't like. I want us to be saving things that we love. And uh, she's like, this is the way forward. And in the same way Luke was saying, Jedi, we're never able to see what the true path forward is we always get wrapped up in our our own goals and the dark side overcomes us each and every time it happens so i'm i'm not playing this game anymore you know he recognizes that the way he taught jedi wasn't working and so the the jedi and the rebellion are being reborn into something new something that embraces ambiguity that's not purely about defeating evil but it's about looking at the few things we have and protecting them so that makes me really interested in episode nine. I hope JJ J. Abrams has a chops to take the reins from Ryan Johnson. I hope Ryan Johnson is a heavily consulted person on that movie. But uh, I'm on three viewings and I'm, I'm blown away by Ryan Johnson's vision for, for Star Wars. And now I'm really excited about his trilogy that's going to be coming up because I think it's going to have these same themes. That was a whole lot. Sorry to dominate that conversation.
1: But it's good stuff, David. Thanks. Can I sing a song? Yes. <clears throat> Poe Dameron, he is a man. ray. she's the real last Jedi. Me, a lady who saw the movie. <laughs> What's the next one? Fa... Uh, Fa The second time Ooh So I Wanted to tell you about it What's next?
0: Um So
1: fa La I
0: don't know the next one Oh
1: Do re mi, fa so la Love it I did more <laughs> Like Yoda <T. laughs> Minus three seconds and the song will be done And that brings us back to Poe Damoran Well done Thank you That song has been in my head ever since He says Poe And then she says Ray (laughs) And then I wanted to go me out loud But I didn't because some people could be seeing it for the first time And be distracted by that
0: Uh, (laughs) Two things that I still don't... uh, like about it is uh luke tossing the lightsaber at the beginning as as a laugh moment i, I wanted that to be a bleak moment or like a kind of a setting us adrift as an audience moment as opposed to like a what like i it, liked it you liked it yeah okay um, and I also didn't like the shoulder brush off.
1: Oh, yeah, moment. still don't like that.
0: That just feels too, like, modern, like, yeah, earth. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's,
1: what, is he going to drop a mic next?
0: <laughs> it's funny, uh, sort of the first um, inklings that fans got of what was going to be happening with this movie in Ryan Johnson's hands was uh, Mark Hamill ran his mouth a little bit early in the shooting, saying, you know, uh, when Ryan Johnson first pitched to me what this movie Movie was going to be for Luke Skywalker. I hated it and I didn't want to do it. But he he won me over. So you know, I think it's great now. But and people are like, wait, really? Like, what could it have been that, that, mm-hmm. that Mark Hamill was like, no way? And that's kind of that's me in the first viewing. I'm just like, wait, this isn't Star Wars. And then I just had to kind of like listen to Ryan Johnson explain it to me in multiple viewings. And then I'm like, okay, I get it now. This is great. I just needed to warm up to it a little bit, so I feel like I went on the same mark as Mark Hamill. Uh, speaking of, uh, oh, Luke David, you are just like
1: Luke Skywalker. I am really whiny. <laughs> no, just
0: trying to get to Tashi Station. The
1: most iconic Star Wars character.
0: You still think that was a weird kiss?
1: Yes, I just don't know how they didn't see that take and go like that was awkward, guys. Can we do that one more time? <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. Like I think they just the, couldn't get a good one.
0: The awkwardness is she's not sure if she love loves him or just loves him in the way that she loves the resistance
1: maybe I just don't I I didn't see that in it either if I could get my director hands on that movie all I would do differently
0: is make them do open mouth no I don't want
1: an open mouth French (laughs) kiss no David never I don't want one from you I don't want one from anyone else Especially not Rose and Finn. So, guys out there, if you were like meh, see it again. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.